0: And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to
1: elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
2: Hey, it's notice Podcast number 347. A lot of stand-up coming up. Uh, come on out. Come on out. The new hour's getting tighter. And Leon's getting larger. Uh, I will be performing May 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at uh, Comedy Works in Denver. That's downtown in Larimer Square. Then the 9th, 10th, and 11th, Helium in Portland, Uh, 15th and 16th of May, uh, I will be in London at the Leicester Square Theater, then the 24th in Baltimore, 25th in D.C., and then in June, uh, 6th, 7th, and 8th, I'm at a place called Wise Guys West Valley uh, in West Valley City, Utah. Wait, it's either Wise Guys West in Valley City, Utah, or Wise Guys... West Valley City, Utah. Why didn't they put commas when they sent this information to me? Well, you live in Utah if you're if you know what wise guys is, you probably know where it is and now hold while Twitter tells me exactly what it is. Hey, this excellent episode of the Nerds podcast is brought to you by stamps.com. Run your office or business or personal life from your home computer. Uh, Or your laptop. You don't even have to, it doesn't even have to be at your home. Uh, Just anywhere you have your computer and a printer, you can get stamps.com, print out exactly the post that you need whenever you want, and then just slap it on there, and then the mail carrier will come and pick it up from you, and then don't leave your house. Well, leave your house sometimes. You should go out and meet people, uh, find a significant other, then come home, and then you both can not have to leave the house, and then they can send stuff too via stamps.com using. The promo code NERDIST to get a no-risk trial and a $110 bonus offer including a digital scale and up to $55 of free postage. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in NERDIST. Stamps.com. Promo code NERDIST. Mr. Rob Zombie. Back on the podcast. Rob has not been on since episode 15 of the Nerdist podcast and uh, we've been friends a really long time. Since 1995. I think we met at the Video Music Awards that year, when I actually did uh, commentary stuff, I did Field, I was on the VMAs that year, oh my god, the 1900s, let's see, who was on that year? It was Rob, and I think the band Live, and Hole, and REM, and Dennis Miller hosted, uh, and he was kind of a dick, he was not that nice to me, Uh, but I digress, this is all about Rob, and, uh, and this episode sees Rob's return to the Nerdist Podcast. Lords of Salem's new movie opens April 26th, uh, so go see it, and then enjoy this reuniting. You know, I hadn't seen Rob in like two years, which sucks, because when all of a sudden time just goes by, and then you keep running into your friends in weird places, and you go, hey, it's nice to see you. Now I fear this weird, feel this weird guilt that I didn't try to see you sooner, because I'm a piece of shit. We actually ran into each other in Austin, Texas, and I hadn't seen him in ages, so I was able to get him back on the podcast, and uh, here it is, episode number 347 with Rob Zombie. I don't know why I said it like that. He's not really that kind of a guy. I could have just said it like this. Rob Zombie. That's nice.
3: Now entering Nerdist.com.
2: Okay, we are recording. Great. Robert W. Zombie. No, the headphones don't work. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, after all yeah. that. Hey, all professional all that show business. You'll just have to use your ears
0: and the That's air.
3: That's
2: how you record your
0: albums, right? You just do it, no hands, hey, no hands.
3: Andy Gould.
2: What? Hey, man. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, they all get together, and he just goes, one, two, three, one, two, three, and then everyone
2: just starts playing.
4: <laughs> we hope we all stop at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sounds like a fear song.
1: <laughs> How's it
2: going? <laughs> Good. Oh, man. I miss you guys so much. Oh, I, guys?
0: Which you and, yeah, you and you, No. You My and eyes? me? No, I don't me miss and, you guys.
2: Yeah, oh, I, was say. I miss he's, Rob and Sherry. Oh. oh. oh but so so he's just her. Me? She's not here. Yeah. You can
0: continue to miss her. Yeah. I do.
2: So I miss half of you. All right, thank you. Because you're in front of me. But you know, you move to the East Coast, and then it just sucks. You know, you have friends that you want to hang out with. And then a year goes by and you're
4: like, I haven't seen my friends in like, I know now that we moved our, our dinners have gone from one year apart to two years. <laughs> apart. It's getting really awkward. It really, I think I actually see you more now that I don't live here though. Well,
2: it's funny that <laughs> I, uh, I haven't seen you in ages. And then I ran into you at South by Southwest just because I happen to be out in front of the hotel and you just walked by. And the funniest by.
4: part about it is I wasn't really looking at you. I didn't see you. I just, And I was like, oh, God. Like, Who's this guy coming to hand me a demo tape? (laughs) So so I didn't really look up till the last second. I was like, oh, it's Chris. Okay. With a demo tape. Yeah, great. It's another hard and firm demo tape.
0: We're taking it in in a new direction.
2: (laughs) You just mastered your album shit What scientific process is this song about? Part two. (laughs) What is the... Instrumental version. Hey, those digits don't end, Rob. Uh, (laughs) This, uh, yeah, and, and I'm sure... Because I was probably flailing my arms wildly, like "Hey, hey!" Because I was so I was shocked that I was just. Well, I find it funny
4: because I said Are you going down the South by Southwest, and you said no. Didn't think I was going. And then ran into you. Yeah, interesting. Like you're oh, you're interesting. you're shocked. You're shocked. Interesting.
2: to run into Rob at a music and movie festival. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> or, as, or as other people call it, Rob Fest. Yeah. I've never been there before, which is funny. Really? Yeah. No. Not even back when you're in the band, started. Never. I had never been to anything. I avoided all music festivals. Well, you did OzFest. Film festivals. Well, they pay you to do that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's what they play. But I mean, like, just those ones where you go like to... CMJ like CMJ or yeah, any of those things. Never went to any of them. And people was like, you must have been down here a million times. I was like, nope. Nope. Mm. But you were just there. You were there for the screening
2: of the movie. Yeah. You didn't actually play. No, I didn't do anything. I didn't have to work. <laughs> oh, that's good. And we had a nice We had a nice dinner. We had some Thai food. We had some laughs. It was nice. Well, you your episode, it's... Now it's been like uh, almost three years since you were on the podcast. I know. Holy shit. Isn't that fucking crazy? He was on one of the first first cluster of episodes. I was like
4: on a Saturday, right?
2: Yeah, it was a Saturday. And and we were in a conference room.
4: It was like room. fucking crazy 3E. hot. Yeah, it was in 3E. back before yeah. Morgan Freeman was on Chris's speed dial. Hello, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hello,
4: never Chris. thought it would happen to me.
0: Uh, I can't believe <laughs> Chris Hardwick is calling me again. Can you just, just read, <laughs> just read my text messages back to me, Morgan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: God, it sounds good. Chloe says, "No, I love you more." <laughs> I'm not sure
0: if that's uh, Morgan Freeman or Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland,
2: uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's Cleveland's a little is a little more staccato hey walk through seven
0: miles of hills is like an old 20s singer
2: Mm -hmm. yep um so you were on in 2010 and then i have seen you maybe like twice in those three years how is living in connecticut now
4: It's good. I when you when did you come out there and stay? It was like two years ago, at least three years ago. Yeah, yeah. It was weird back then. I mean, when I first moved there, it made me nuts because I was like coming from yeah, I went from Manhattan to L.A. to then to go live out in the woods. (laughs) 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 No, I felt like I was losing my mind. But now I'm I'm, I've locked into the groove. So now when I come here, I kind of feel that way. Well,
2: you've also. You've also built this kind of compound that you would never have to leave.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that was kind of the goal to build a, like a you know everything's there. So when I we built a theater that's better than the theater that's in the town, I'm like
3: why go to the movies? Why ever get dressed? Why
4: ever do anything anymore?
2: It's really cool. There's it's like this 17th cent. It's like this 18th century farmhouse, and uh, and then there are just different little building structures. And he turned what was basically a barn. Into like a theater, and, and is oh, it right. like an editing suite
4: in there? There too? was an editing suite, but I, I took it out when we were finished editing. Then I added another building on the back of that that's got other. St- I had this idea because we have that that whole big field was as ours. And I thought like you can buy those life size dinosaur statues. I was like, you can make a dinosaur park. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> oh my god! Like literally, because I have all the land, and I could and I and I, and I checked, and you can get like full size fiberglass Brontosaurus or whatever, and <laughs> just put them out there, but let them kind of rot like they always were when you went to those of things. Yeah, had, yeah, dilapidated. A caveman with a holding the big rock. Well, there's something. so much, there's so much foliage out there yeah. that, that, that the the, the grass, like the weeds, everything would overtake it pretty yeah, quickly. So I'm, I'm still toying with the idea. So, yeah. Would your neighbors be cool with that? Probably not. Um, <laughs> It'd be like life after people, before people, <laughs> with the right. dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well played. But uh, yeah, no, because they have like a historical society where, like, if you you know, they have to okay the color of your house. So I don't know if they'd go. Like, oh wow.
2: But, you know, you guys can pick the color of the dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Field, that's
0: cool. <laughs> What's more historical than dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on guys. Well, yeah, because there's it's a pretty you can historical. Pick the color of the dinosaurs. I don't give a shit.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, the, the cemetery that's not too far from your place is like like really old. There's really old.
4: Yeah, everything there is really old. It's one of those towns where whenever something comes in, they won't let it be modern. Like even the subway looks not like, you know, like subway sandwich shop looks like an old building. Oh wow! They don't hang up any new signage, and they yeah. serve mutton. Like there's nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's nothing's <laughs> exactly.
0: updated. Uh, Lake Tahoe's like that too. It's like if any chain there looks like a like an old craftsman, you know, Lake Tahoe house or a cabin or something like that. It's kind like of McDonald's cool, actually. It stuff. sort of
2: keeps the communities from getting um, you know franchised. Well, now. it seems like
4: weird at first, but then you go, yeah, I guess. Then if suddenly it was like this quaint town, and then it's just like uh, strip malls, you'd be like, mm. that's how town. Yeah. That's how yeah. towns
0: get sort of yeah.
2: ruined. Where it's like, oh, okay, now you've built the honeycomb that has the Walmart in it and the Applebees and the yeah you know then the McDonald's and the Starbucks and the and it just sort of keeps it It's
0: like no more it's like uh what do they call them private public spaces or it seems like it's an open public space but it's it's privately owned so you really can't get there after dark or anything like that it's not like a real town.
2: And so you 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 went crazy there for a little bit but now you but you
4: settled in. Well it took a minute cuz you just yeah you feel I don't know, it's it's the perfect balance now without being all serious, because I can come here, do all the crazy stuff, go anywhere, go home, it's super mellow, and then go back, you know? Yeah. Here I feel like I can't ever get away from it, because sometimes just driving your car someplace is too intense for me now. Do you know any of your neighbors (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: but why should I start now nor will he yeah.
0: after the dinosaurs you'll yeah. not know anybody Well, <laughs> but, then, but then dinosaurs basically attracts
2: a whole new thing where everyone's like let's go play on the dinosaur yeah. and they're like oh, oh my
3: kids yay, play on the
0: dinosaurs a dinosaur park
2: that's how they
0: talk out of my yard. Yeah. you know my kids <laughs> can play on your dinosaur
2: no, I know it looks like you can come play in the dinosaur park, but, but you cannot oh my, come play yeah. in the dinosaur
4: yeah. park. This is not a public dinosaur park, <laughs> privately owned dinosaur park.
0: They just put a fence around, there's just kids always waiting, crying. Yeah. The kids <laughs> <just> <laughs> crying. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, it's always just says, like, about to open. And you're just like, oh,
4: so close. Go oh, guys. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, right. Right. that's Rob. That's Rob. It must be this high to enter. Yeah. And just it's, make it, it just really, really
0: low. And then so one that, that one day where a guy shows yeah. up, let me fit. in.
2: That's Rob's new YouTube show is reactions of people who can't go into the Why dinosaur is park.
0: Why Troyer out there on the dinosaur <laughs> Yeah,
4: <laughs> oh. Sliding down the back of the brontosaurus.
0: <laughs> Shit, he'll have so much fun.
2: Well, we uh, uh, When we started the YouTube channel, we were talking about doing a show. And Rob did a little video with a Tom Baker doll. To everybody
0: oh yeah
3: <laughs> Cause,
2: literally because he's an old he's a classic doctor you're a classic doctor who fan and classic. so you have the uh so i mean as opposed to the reboot <laughs> as opposed to the to the reboot but he had this tom baker doll and he was like hello i'm tom baker and
4: i'm doing like purposely knowing it's the world's worst tom pa- baker impersonation mm-hmm. and everyone's like so you know when's your tom baker show coming on <laughs> 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 that's when i realized that people have that, to be able to, that could be a YouTube show though.
2: Just you holding a Tom Baker doll in your backyard, that's going, a show. "Let's that's talk about that's the a show. news." Anything that, that's could a show. be a YouTube show.
4: It really could. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like that thing on Seinfeld when he's pitching the show. And he's like, "What did you do?" <laughs> Had breakfast. That's a show. That's a show. <laughs> yeah. See, this could be the show. That's a show.
3: <laughs>
4: so I
2: assume you're still working uh, as nonstop as ever. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh, I guess.
2: You were always sort of my uh, you were always one of my work role models, but you never explained to me the emotional strain <laughs> yeah. sometimes.
4: I, I didn't explain to you the part about being burnt out and <laughs> break stuff all the time because you're, you, every, I didn't explain to you the part where everything that you really love becomes everything that you really hate in life eventually. Oh no, please. <laughs> I've ruined everything that used to bring me joy. It's amazing though cuz you God
2: But damn then it. also also, the kind, of the, the kind of lesson from that, I, that I'm trying to learn and also the lesson from you, too, is that you you probably do the same thing that, are, that I do where you go, oh, yeah, I could – yeah, so if I do this screening, then I could – the next morning I could be here and then do a show and then – like the calendar, everything fits in the calendar – but then you're doing it, and you're like,
4: "Why did I think this was a good idea?" But yeah, like, <laughs> clearly, there's a 15 minute window from doing the Nerdist podcast <laughs> to getting to LAX, No problem.
3: It'll work itself yeah. out. Chris, well, not that, really
4: I don't have... see why it's an issue. <laughs> the
2: blocks shouldn't touch each other. Oh They, shouldn't, what? What? they shouldn't like Unless overlap. They're in the same building. <laughs> No, no, no. My iCal just looks like a fucking Tetris map. Like, it's yeah. just a fu- like everything. No, like today,
4: I was like, well, I think I could do two days of press in one. So I just did like 40 interviews before coming here. Oh. I've been doing any interviews. What's since your favorite 7 question? What's your yeah. favorite question? Oh. <sighs> What scares you?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, but what, what, is, what is it, though? What are,
3: <laughs> no, really. No, so that's it, crazy. It's it's so, it's so weird,
0: it's so weird it's
3: but what?
0: <laughs> no, I know. Other
4: people, it's queer when they ask you what's here, so what is it? <laughs> Rob, what is it? What is it? What makes you laugh, Chris? What are you?
3: <laughs> Where do your, your ideas do you come funny? from? <laughs>
4: Where do you get those ideas? Do you <laughs> consider yourself a nerd? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I read the funniest thing about you. I thought that this was a crack up. And it just, I was like, oh, Chris has entered that realm where this starts. But maybe it's been like there for a while. It was something on like Hollywood Deadline about... I don't remember what it was. Something with the something with nerdists. Yeah. And one of the comments was like, Chris Hardwick, total nerd poser. This guy's totally tried to steal the nerd <laughs> culture. He's clearly not into any of this shit. <laughs> I was like, nailed
2: it. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It was so
2: funny. Of course. Yeah. Well, I avoid basically yeah, I get that all the time <laughs> if I were to go to comment threads, which I have, which I've well, sworn on. I thought it was good that I read it.
0: Backwards. Yeah, I know. I appreciate that. It's, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> I read the
4: comments. Now, Ooh, <laughs> Chris,
2: do not go there. That comment in the new that, that, YouTube show. Rob reads your comments. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that that one in particular is really fun because I always feel like I it's Im- I couldn't fake it every minute of the day of pretending to like If I don't have the fucking energy. I barely have energy to follow up with the things that I like. I could never, because the truth of the matter is, there is way more money if I wanted to be like a sports guy.
4: Well, <laughs> There's the way thing, yeah, more like, money. It's and- quite a plan that you've put in place, dating way back to singled out where you thought I'm going to wear this Devo helmet <laughs> because 20 years from yeah. now it's going to give me nerd credit. <laughs> you're like well played, guy that Hardwick.
2: You are like the guy that wants to be president, so he always poses with black guys. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. No yeah. It's so yeah. It's so interesting though. But you're just never going to be. You know, you're just never going to be everything to everyone. And and it's sort of like I, uh, you know, but, you know, I guess I mean, maybe it's good for people to be wary of authenticity now because, you know, nerd culture is such a buzzword now. And it's I totally get it. I really I understand why they attack me. I mean, I don't. But my response is because I get asked that at panels. They're like, are you really into this stuff? And I'm like, dude, I can't fake like stuff. There's more money in Kardashian culture than there is. You
0: fake like us?
4: Yeah, you do true. a pretty
0: good job of that. No,
4: guys, I really care that's about true. you. Yeah, I saw really. the racks of wardrobe. These guys picked out some pretty authentic. <laughs> Nobody in real life would wear this shit. Look
0: at this guy.
2: He's,
4: right, yeah. he's right. People don't yeah, know. Yeah, look like
0: a real piece of shit. Every once in a while, I just want to have a beer and watch a game. There's, a,
2: yeah, there's actually been uh, there's actually been four Jonas and three Mats since the podcast, yeah, yeah. just rotating. You know what
0: I when I took on the role of schlubby idiot, I. Uh... <laughs>
2: but the one the one challenge is is that you know sometimes and they must expect the same thing from you with horror or music or whatever is expecting that you've seen literally everything or know literally everything and it's like i'm i'm cramming it in
4: as fast as i now can now i sort but- of take pleasure in disappointing people <laughs> <laughs> they go, what, you, what you know what do you think about the state of horror and i go i don't know i haven't watched a new horror movie in 15 years and they're really? like what and they think i'm kidding i go no i'm serious mm. And you just don't. And then you just feel the room go dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't think we have any more questions. Yeah. It's like because, like, you know, I talk about zombies, zombie movies so much on this podcast. People are like, well, what about this? I Hey, I haven't seen all of them. I just really like the ones that I like. <laughs> like, you know, you just it's like know. you can't watch everything.
4: Oh, you
2: don't
0: like zombie movies then? Yeah, yeah. I do. I just haven't yeah. seen <laughs> every one of them, please. You see the next George Romero one? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I'll probably just I'll probably hear about it, see a trailer and then just re-watch Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, read the press release. What are you watching now?
2: Like what are you watching now in general?
4: Uh I was we were always behind the curve on stuff. We just plowed through all the seasons of Girls. Yeah. Um, good show. Whenever something's really popular and everyone's winning awards... I, see, I've got this new philosophy, I think I told you. I refuse to watch anything until it's won a Golden Globe. <laughs> That's it. So until she got her Golden Globe, yeah, <laughs> I'm in. It's good.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rob's consumption yeah. is dictated by the Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah, That's exactly. Right.
4: You see what the like Hollywood to Foreign Press you know, to I, about it took this. me four or five years, was like, Breaking Bad, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm in. Yeah. All right, I'm in. You know, I don't know. thinking of looking at that show, M.A.S.H.,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah mash not bad last episode rated okay well, I, mean, yeah. I heard it's okay listen there might yeah. be another korean war it's yeah. timely again
0: I think oh. about checking out this johnny carson i don't uh no. carson daly yes, yeah that's probably yeah. It. Yeah. johnny yeah. carson yeah. daly
2: johnny carson daly <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> carcinio oh remember the sketch. <laughs> yeah.
2: that was kevin bacon right
0: uh Playing Carsinio?
2: No, no, it was a da- no. I'm sorry, Kevin Bacon did an Vanilla Ice.
0: No, Kevin Bacon played Vanilla Ice in the remember. Carcinio sketch. In the sketch, Dana Carvey played Carcino. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, Wolf, Wolf.
2: <laughs> so you you've done this. Uh, you, you've taken on this task of releasing a movie and an album at the same time. Yeah, that was a good idea. Why did you want to do that? Because <laughs> it used to be. I used to think your schedule was pretty cool because your years were pretty laid out. You would you would write and direct a movie, then record an album, then do a tour and then kind of start the process over again.
4: I mean, yeah, that seemed like a good plan and it kind of worked on a, it worked better for movies I felt like, but it was making me without, you know, it, seriously it was it was like a momentum killer because I'd disappear for 2 years do a movie and come back to the music and feel like I literally would sometimes feel like what did I used to do yeah. on stage? What I, you know, you've, you Did I hold going, the mic like
3: this? <laughs> really, you would feel
4: so, what was so second nature would become like awkward and weird. Yeah, and forced. then when I'd go off and do music for two years and come back to do a film, you'd feel like, this is weird. I mean, where would I place the cameras and things? Like, <laughs> it just seemed like it was making me rusty whatever I did, so this way... And that's why I actually started... We need a bass player. No, right. Rob, this is a movie. Yeah. Why is it so quiet in here? <laughs> um, but that's why I started doing TV commercials and stuff, too, just so that... Because directing is so few and far between that, just, you know, you, you really feel like you get rusty. It's weird.
2: Well, not only that, but you, you put so much... In film, I imagine, you put so much into one project that it's sort of... I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like you're sort of outside the the bubble a little bit because you have your own audience and your movies sustain themselves so it's not it's not like you're it's not like you have to live or die by what a studio tells you you can or can't do you pretty much do whatever you want
4: yeah i mean i pretty much try to make it clear as i'm entering into any project but i think it's pretty obvious after the first meeting with me that you know <laughs> when there wasn't the a second meeting, I think it was pretty clear in the first meeting that like this guy's going to be too much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Are you are you perp?
2: Do you do you go in being purposely a little more difficult because do you think like when you meet with them because you think well if they still want to work with me after this well, I just gonna- try to be
4: honest because truthfully a film is it's such a long haul with so many hours that unless you, unless you're really invested in it. I don't know how you would sustain it because you know you just, the t- the hours just on set and then the editing and the promote. I mean, you just if it ever became something like I'm not into this, I don't know how you'd ever get to the end of it. You really have to care that much. And if you're doing like, well, that guy thought casting that person would be a good idea. Who I hate, I don't know how I'd ever get through the process because it would just. And I know people that have done that, and they just seem miserable. And then you get that sort of work for hire mentality, and you can tell they don't really give a shit. Rob
2: anymore. Zombie's a film poser. Yeah. What? Who is this guy?
4: <laughs> <laughs> so. My what? favorite site, film poser. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's, it's. I mean, I, re- I remember the day that you called and said, "I think I'm going to get to direct a movie. Do you want to be in it?" And I you, said, would
4: Chris, n- I think I'm going to get direct a movie. Do you know anyone who would want to be in it? And all you heard was, "Chris, will you be in it?" And it
3: was just too awkward, yeah. and then I to just really started tell to tell you what up. I got
4: called about. He showed up on the day, and you had to tell <laughs> Matthew Perry to go home. Mm-hmm. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if you remember this story is true. When we were like. I was in the production office and we were putting the, the movie together and they literally go, what's up with this Chris Hardwick? He's being really difficult. And I go, what? No, he's it's all good. He's in. He's like, no, his agents, this and that. And this kept going. He's he's out. He's not doing it. And they show me your headshot. and It was a different guy. Who they had been trying to close the deal
3: with?
4: I <laughs> <laughs> was like, "Who the fuck is that guy?"
0: <laughs> and are like,
2: "Oh, this isn't the guy. No, that's not him. <laughs> A young Charlie Day almost was <laughs> cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really funny. That just uh... <laughs> well, that's yeah, because you, well, you called. I remember you calling me and going your agents are being really weird. And yeah, I was like, was they really
4: are? <laughs> really
2: why? why? I I've, I've haven't I've worked in like a year. <laughs> why would they be difficult at this point? But I remember that you called and when we were first talking about the movie and you said, uh, I'm doing this movie. There's this part in it. Uh, the guy's a total douchebag <laughs> asshole. You're perfect for it. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Thanks, mm-hmm. I
3: guess.
2: <laughs> but it's funny that... Uh, You know, people still, still to this day, when we do shows or if I'm at like a Comic Cons or whatever, people come up to me and they go, Dr. Satan!
4: That really has become a thing. Yeah. It's so funny. I mean, it's funny how, like, when people, when I'm just now, this is fresh in my mind from doing interviews, but they'll go like, what do you think, what about what fans say and what do critics say and this and that? And I go, it doesn't matter anymore because that was the most hated movie. I remember when that came out. I was like, oh, I hate that movie. House of a Thousand Corpses worst movie ever made. Well, there was so much. It like took three, two or three yeah, years to come like out mess. and it Everybody was a act, mess. And, but now everyone acts like it's this beloved experience that, oh, of course we all agree we love it. <laughs> and I'm like, we do? Um it just goes to show everybody just likes stuff when it's old. I get the same thing. I get <laughs> the same thing. I get the, same thing. I get the same thing with
2: Single Now, where people yeah. at the time I remember, you know, everyone was saying like it, it's just the it's ruined MTV. <laughs> and this is the downfall of our <laughs> We're culture. videos. And now and it's, it's the classic. And MTV now people videos. are like, oh, I love that yeah. show so much. I'm like, you did? Everyone it's fucking so hated that like show that, when yeah. it was on. So I guess it's sort of like, uh, you know what? It's kind of like it, it, something happens, and I don't know what the part of the psyche is, but it's like. When you're in a relationship and the relationship is really toxic and you get out of the relationship and a year later, you kind of look back and you're like, oh, was it really so bad? You know, like there's something <laughs> yeah. about it where the, the <laughs> shitty funny. stuff falls away and you sort of remember like, oh, that had some really nice moment. You get kind of wistful and nostalgic about it.
4: Yeah, it's where I think sometimes too the expectations of what everyone thinks something's going to be are never met because like it's got to be this. And then once that's gone and a new generation can just accept it as like, You know, now it's an old movie to some kid if he's 16. He was six when it came out. Right. So it's just like, oh, well, that exists. That's always been there as far as, like, you know, I didn't go see an old movie and go... Here's my thoughts on what really should have yeah, yeah, been down to yeah. the Treasure of the Sierra Madre. You just accept that that's what it is. They should have uh, needed stinking badges. Fuck right? you, here's like You just accept it. That's what it is. And and I think that's kind of what it is now. It is what it is. And people just accept it. And where's the you know.
2: But well, especially now, people are just so ready to hate anything that's put in front of them. Be like, what the fuck is that? I mean, maybe it's not everyone, it's just those are definitely the loudest people. The, you know, you're a nerd poser yeah, or yeah, you yeah. fuck you, you're doing movies or whatever it is. Or, you know, I mean, like, people are just so ready to – I mean, our so much of the culture is just, like, fucking attack dogs that are just waiting, like, I fucking dare you to put something yeah. in
4: front of me. <laughs> the best is sometimes I remember there's so much of that – well, I don't read anything anymore, but, like, back when I didn't, people would, like, badmouth everything. And then even within their badmouthing admit that they hadn't actually seen it yet or read it yet. Oh, that's such a <laughs> – I heard uh, that. that blah, blah, blah. I'm like – so now we're on a hateful <laughs> rant based on secondhand <laughs> knowledge of your friend's buddy said something.
2: Yeah, but I'm sure that's what it is. It was my friend's real good buddy though. So yeah, it was yeah. real good. <laughs> They're real tight. What have you? So in 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 the wow, thirteen years since corpses, since we made corpses. What what did you learn? <laughs> Sounds funny. Since we what made corpses, yeah. yeah. What, what have you learned? Like, like as a director, like what's what's your what is what is your What's your whole setup process like now, as opposed to? Well,
4: I mean, I think that I don't, you know, that you obviously learn stuff, but it's kind of hard to put into words. Sometimes I think, I mean, with that movie, it felt like everything was like what you know, because everything was the first time, and everything I thought that I could p- apply from other fields, like music videos, didn't really apply. And but now it's, I just nothing rattles me because it just seems like on set everything goes wrong every five seconds. Nothing ever works the way you thought it was going to, and you just go, okay, well, cool. Now we'll do this. Whereas before, it's like, it's the end of the world, you know. (laughs) "Ah." And I don't know, you just, you just, I guess it's like anything. It's like doing anything. You just learn how to deal with it and move on and roll with it and make it work.
2: And then dealing with people or like sort of being a team leader, like
4: what do you... I guess you just get better at figuring out how, I mean, it is always, I don't know. I mean, it's really hard to say. I mean, you, you learn the technical stuff more, so you know that stuff, but that's like whatever.
2: I guess you just. Are you good at delegating yet, or do you still have to do I everything yourself? I like to delegate yourself?
4: stuff, but it, you just have to find somebody that you feel is up to the standards of what you want. But at the same time, you can't delegate expecting someone to be able to read your mind. Right. So I feel like when I find somebody really good, I can delegate to the point where they'll get it in the ballpark of what I want, and then I'll have to get it exactly because I can't. Ex- like I said, they can't read your mind. But um, fuck, what was I was going to say um, I forget. Well, was gonna make a point there. Now. Well you you know,
2: we we've had this conversation we've we had this conversation many times where, you know, I know through over the years you got tons of offers to just stick your name on stuff and be like, Rob Zombies, you know, yeah. whatever movie, like stuff that you are the T V series or stuff that you had nothing to do with, and you always said you didn't want to do it if you couldn't actually be in directly yeah, I'm glad involved. I never in did
4: it. that because now I realize more than ever that people think like, Oh, if it just says Rob Zombie presents, they'll understand you didn't direct it. And I feel like no one understands that. Right. Yeah. Because if there's one thing I've realized from the internet is no one understands anything. Because I realize that like <laughs> most people are They yeah, go to Facebook and I post "Lords of Salem" coming out April 19th, and every comment says, "When is this movie coming out?" Yeah. I well, I think the, I think the problem but is the I, I posted I, was the release date. Yeah. Lords
2: April of Salem. Hold,
0: yeah, that reminds me. When is this coming out? <laughs> I'll tell you.
2: I'll tell you what I'm I'm I think. Hungry. I'll tell you what I think that is. Um, I, I think it's uh, people being so overwhelmed. By having their attention pulled in so many different directions, that people just don't ever fully read. Like people are conditioned to just look at things in in the the quickest bite sized way, and they yeah. go, they see a quick thing, but they they don't actually take the time to read it's it. It's like
4: a snapshot of everything. Yeah, well, I they get all my news
2: it. from Huffington Post headlines. So just sure. the
4: headlines, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the
2: headlines. Yeah, I get I get a lot of my news from the Google the Google News page. I get yeah.
4: most of my news from you explaining that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't be bothered with Well, way. Rob, I mean, uh, here's the deal. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Bynes something wants in Libya to murder I'm something. I'm good. Uh, Libya. North Korea is doing yeah.
2: stuff.
0: Yeah. Everybody's vagina. wrong. I just read the real vagina. big one at the top. <laughs> We really blew it this time. <laughs> and then that picture of Obama with his hand in his head. Right, exactly. <laughs> did you are you did you record
2: an album yet or are you doing that now? No, it's done. It comes out the same week as the movie. Jesus Christ. God that's
0: synergy.
4: cross really stacking their Yeah, That's my that's my way. Because what I did in the barn, I moved in the editing room, we cut the movie. As soon as we cut the move, finished cutting the movie, pulled out all the editing stuff and moved in all the recording equipment and just started immediately on the record. Oh shit. So it kind of went like that. Does everybody fly out uh, like the band? Yeah, they well because we have a next like a guest house, so everyone's just living there as we recorded. Nice, <laughs> it's good. I've stayed in that guest house. Yes. It's nice. We actually expanded it, so you got to come back. It's oh, fun. I will. <laughs> we put in the Chris Hardwick wing. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. finally. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's, it's real filled small. with nerdy items, so you
2: <laughs> do
4: to enjoy them. I don't
2: really like those things, Rob. Oh, yes. I need
0: plenty of hockey games <laughs> yeah. and champagne. It's all like Star Trek VHS boxes, but inside, just porno. <laughs> porno <laughs> and sports highlight bloopers. Sp- yeah, <laughs> <so> <laughs> the highlights of the bloopers. Sports
2: bloopers. Sports, sports bloopers. Porn, yeah.
4: <laughs> porn bloopers. Is that the ultimate in, um, I don't know, there, there is a web. There is
2: a website with. I'm. I don't. I'm hesitant to give it out. But there's a website with porn bloopers on it, and it's fucking hilarious it's so and funny. horrifying. Why are you stage. trying to like keep all this stuff to you? Why
0: can't we all know about it? Because there's some really disturbing shit. That's how much you love comedy. Only jerk off to porn bloopers. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> and it's more. I'm more on the side of the comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> It came in her eye.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: oh, oh! And slipping, fell in the hot tub. He's hurt.
3: <laughs> uh, some dick injury. Uh, Something the, snapped. The, the, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, the worst
2: one I saw <laughs> would look like an amateur. <laughs> was an amateur video. This is just gonna. This is gonna bring the room down in a oh second. Boy. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's a guy in a van, and he's picked up a prostitute, and she's blowing him, and. She tells him not to come in her mouth, and he does. So then she starts to dry heave and almost throw up. And in the process of that, she shits the floor.
4: Oh, God. (laughs) And so she goes. And then a blooper happens. (laughs) That's the section of the the blooper. And, and then, then, then he swerved p- into the other lane. And then he gets the yeah, line. And then right. everyone dies. And then that outfielder yeah. runs through the wall.
2: It was a <laughs> sports yeah, 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 But yeah. it just, <laughs> just the audio clip that I still play in my head that cracks me and Chloe oh up God. forever if I just <laughs> call her. And I just, if one of us says, you just made me shit myself, oh. the other one will go, oh, hell no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is the only response, I think.
2: <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed
0: to say to yeah. that. Oh, you're welcome <laughs> you just made me shit myself hey, I know right. <laughs> Yeah.
4: Mm. so are you uh, are, are you disgusting <laughs> pull it up right now <laughs> <laughs> if any of these monitors were real we could love more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these are
0: just fake nerd monitors fake we nerd keep monitors. in here to make it seem like we're always they're surfing sort of that nerdy net.
2: yeah I like these gadgets I don't know what they're yeah. called uh, we're gadgets, just always surfing uh, that world wide web the checking world world out what's web. On the prodigy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. www so
0: check out these angel fire sites <laughs>
2: I've never seen an episode of Doctor Who. I hear yeah. it's really good. <laughs> I don't have any video game platforms. Hmm. Um, For the first
0: like year of uh, like uh, Walking Dead being out you just kept on calling it Walking Fred. Was really I was right. calling
2: it Walking Fred. I <laughs> yeah. thought it was about a guy named no. yeah, yeah. I
4: thought it was uh, <laughs> totally. Fred Stoller's. If story. there's one thing you're gonna be a poser at, would you choose nerd? No. <laughs> no. I mean. no, no. I mean, it's you super know super cool secret agent perhaps I'm gonna be a nerd in the past few years the
2: culture has elevated but it wasn't always that way and it wasn't, it wasn't uh, a
4: good thing to be at one point
2: not well certainly not when was I was striving for
4: it certainly but not they when I was growing TV up TV shows the nerds like they are yeah, yeah,
2: right.
4: right over here Jeez. Fuck it. Ride, that wave yeah, that. Ride that way
0: Chris right that way just
2: gotta wait to <laughs> see what's next if it's badminton we're fun, starting the badmintonist podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: badmintonist that's just jump on any train
0: that's just like ironic hipster culture is this guy's trying to guess what weird thing is going to become cool yeah it's just like it's like oh i guess i'm into Batman now it's my yeah. thing i like, mean you know i look at
2: guys like bill, i can look at guys like bill simmons you know and you yeah. go okay if you were really trying to capitalize on a culture that's the fucking one to go for it's either fashion or sports because those are huge yeah. huge there's way more room yeah but bill genuinely
4: likes Sports.
0: He like does. <laughs> he does. But I I'm saying, if you're it. gonna be a poser about something like sports, Pop- fucking religion, they make a lot of money doing that. Being make a, poser a lot of that. money doing religion. Yeah. I
4: always think about that. If you started a cult, how much money could you make? I mean, Talks so much. So I mean, cults have the
2: benefit of of money and pussies and all the pussies. every every cult pussy. All the pussy. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah.
4: FBI raids. It's all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kristen Rutherford was telling me about this cult in New York in the '70s. Or 80s, that like they basically had several floors of a building, and it was this insane sex cult where everyone had to have sex with a different person every night, and this leader would tell people like, "You should have sex with that person," and you like it was I, I think that's just a well organized yeah. orgy. Just <laughs> <The Vatican.
0: laughs> that's just a very well organized, thought out orgy yeah. <laughs> over years. Yeah, you just put some guy in charge, and you
4: know the this guy never in stops. Red Prada shoes.
0: <laughs> uh. Are you going to? Uh,
2: it's, so I'm going to jump back. I'm going to get off this topic and jump back this. to movies. I know. <laughs> we go stop about fucking. Do you, do you worry sometimes? Do you worry sometimes that you've like ah, I've painted myself into this horror corner, and now people always expect that.
4: No, I don't worry about it. I mean, I think this Lords of Salem will be the last movie I make that's considered a horror movie. Really? Yeah. I mean, I have several things lined up, and none of them are even remotely in that world. Because I think that. You know, I done, I've did, I did that. You know that I've gone as far with that as I want to go. So for, I want to do the opposite.
2: What do you think? What are you looking at? next? Well,
4: I mean, this is funny. <laughs> you can pretend like you don't know what I'm talking about if you want on this one, Chris. But um, <laughs> the next movie I'm doing is a true life sports movie about the Philadelphia Flyers. And, Actually, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. You know, Looking pretend like he doesn't know about sports.
3: <laughs>
2: so uh, like, ask him
4: ask him what the flyers are. You know?
2: I know they're a <laughs> I know they're an organized team.
4: athletic organization. Yeah.
2: No, I know they're I do know I know that Slapshot's like one of your favorite movies, right? Yeah, it's, it's a great, great movie, movie, and
4: that's sort of like the comedy version of the real story. But I I mean this is something that came to me a couple of years ago, and I've been I just finished the script, but I've been researching it for about a year because it's you know it's a true story. But what I like about it is it's has a lot of the elements of things I love, and it's a sports movie that you could watch and love even if you hate sports because it's like it's like a rock, it's like Rocky almost, where like you could hate boxing but still love Rocky. Sure, what's the story? Well, it's like in a nutshell, so I won't bore you guys. Um, you know, in this, there was only when the, Philadelphia was like a loser town and they had only loser was. teams, and they had a <laughs> I didn't say that, <laughs> and, but then they had this hockey team and they were getting their asses kicked, and they decided one day, literally. We may not be the best, but we're going to just hire the toughest players we can get. And they literally just went about hiring a team that was tough. And they just terrorized the league. And people were afraid to play them. Other players would... They had this thing called the Philly flu where players would be like, I'm too sick to play in Philly. And if you watch the old footage, it's amazing where like... It's when they would have fights with every single player on the ice. And and they would go up into the stands, literally half the team, and they'd be fighting with the crowd. Police <laughs> would break up the ice. Police would come onto the ice. It was insanity. It's really like the players, and you see them back in the 70s, they all look like porn stars, big mustaches, long hair and crazy. And it's just a crazy story. And, you know, because of that, they won the championship twice. But it's just such a weird, wacky story that it reads like fiction. I mean, yeah. I don't really just tell it good. But Did they change?
2: Um, they So they... When did they, did they try to change the rules for hockey that you can't break out into Well, all- yeah,
4: I mean, because of these guys, they said the rule book went from, like, two pages to 200 pages. Like, everything they were doing, you would be just thrown out, and you'd probably never play again if you are <laughs> doing this stuff. But, yeah, no, it all changed. But it was it was just a, I mean, they would be playing on the ice, and blood's gushing down their faces. Their jerseys are covered in blood. I mean, it was just oh. insanity. And they weren't really wearing a ton of protective gear at the time. They weren't wearing helmets or anything. Yeah. I and mean, it was full-on just chaos. Did How you did- see a Goon? yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's not, the movie's not like that because that's more like, I mean, that was a true story, but they played yeah. it, I think, more for laughs. But this is, there's funny things because it's so absurd how incredibly violent it was. I mean, this, and it's all on YouTube. You can look at it where like some guy would just whack the other guy in the face with a hockey stick, knock him. Like they're just in crazy. This Jesus. Movie. I mean, they'd never do it now. They'd be all be in jail. And sometimes they did get arrested.
0: That's awesome. Come but, off the ice and go to jail.
2: But that's kind of cool though because you, <laughs> Because you know, because you have this background in horror, you can really capture some really graphic. Yeah,
4: and I feel that people would think, "Oh, I don't want to watch that." But I think it's a dark enough story in a weird sort of way that they would. Because I don't think anyone goes, "I only watch horror movies." Fuck it, that's it. You know, yeah. So, I think I you don't. Know, I think it's a good good movie to transition to other things.
2: And then, yeah. uh, and so, do you sort of feel like if people, because you know how. Again, with this this sort of shorthanding that we have in our culture and people look at you and they go, oh, that's the horror guy. And then you, they find out, wait, you're not going to do another horror movie? I don't
4: know how to process. Why, why? I think that's good, though, because I think as soon as everybody knows, they think they know what you're going to do, it's really limiting. That's what I find, and and as soon as I feel like I'm, I'm part of a group, I no longer want to be associated with it. Which sounds really weird, but I just that, this is yeah, the mentality I,
2: I always have. I don't think that's crazy because no, I, I, I think feel that way. I think reactionary with with entertainment, it's it it it's a magic trick. I think yeah, because once people go, I get the trick, then they're over it. Yeah, and you have to figure out how to keep doing
0: tricks and there's also that feeling of when someone you know or a group of people go like you're this now yeah. this
4: is what you are now then like you know a lot of people's first reaction is like fuck you and that's not me that's yeah, not yeah. what i do and it's and it's you know and i don't mean this as a slag against horror movies but it's such a it's within the business it's such a limited thing because the studios kind of hate it even if the franchises built their studio they still hate it why is that because they just look at it. They look at it. Really, they treat it like it's one step above porn. Yeah. Almost. Like That's really interesting. The agents don't want their actors being in the films. Like so many times I've run into actors and they, they were like, I didn't even know you wanted me for that role. I would have done it. My agent ref- never told me. And these are now people that I wish hadn't been in the movie because they've you know, gone out to do big things. But it's just, it just gets really frustrating to, to have it always treated that way. And you know, And even if, I don't know, it just drives me crazy. Not that you're doing – you never do anything because you want respect from people, but you just don't want limitations always clamped down. Like, And it's the only type – it seems like the genre where they go, oh, well, we know what a horror movie is. Here's the rule book. Follow those rules. And if you try to – I don't know. It's a weird – it's a That's weird too bad because it's
2: – it's because the horror movies are fun. Like they're just fun to do. You get covered in gunk and appliances and you get yeah, to – Yeah, I mean,
4: and there's so much you could do, but you could – I mean, I was thinking about it today and it's like you can see the degeneration everywhere. Is in the 70s, you know, Roman Polanski would do a horror movie, Stanley Kubrick, William Friedkin, like you would have A-level people doing them. And then somehow the 80s became all slasher stuff and blah, 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 until it just became like, here's where we make the real movies and those guys over there are making them horror movies that we don't care yeah. about. Right. It's really weird. And now the thing is that the studios, I feel, are just, want to exploit the fans because they know, there's a feeling like, oh, they'll show up for anything. Yeah. So let's make the movies for nothing. Right. So now that they want to make, Because of something like Paranormal Activity, which you can make for nothing because there's no real, you know, it's not like... Because the nature of the the type of film that it is, that they want to apply those rules to every sort of film. So now they just want to make everything for nothing. And if you start making everything for nothing, then you have to make it super fast. And then the quality, you know, you can't sustain the quality. And it just becomes like this diminishing return. It's sort of
2: the same thing that happened to animation with Hanna-Barbera, where they were like, oh, we can just make cartoons for no money. Right. Because... People are stupid and they don't need to right. see, you know, uh, we, they don't need to see fluid uh, 24 frames per second. I mean, like that, that fluid where they would, you know, draw every, every frame. Yeah, and you're
4: watching go like, why is nothing moving in that country? Cart- Wait, I think yeah. his eyes just moved. This, you know, yeah, so it's just two hand motions of Yogi Bear. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's like that. And then it just becomes and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where you've you've clamped down on it so much that the films are becoming just what you thought they were. You know, just it's. It's weird, shit factory. Yeah, because they just because the studio loves it, they crank them out, they sort of rape and pillage opening weekend, and then throw it away like it's garbage. And I feel bad too sometimes because I'll see actors that are in these movies, and they'll be on a TV show, and someone will bring it up, and they'll just get off the topic. Like even though they have a number one movie in the country that week, <laughs> you can tell they don't want to talk about it. <laughs> that's they kind of talk funny. About anything that, else? That's yeah. sort of funny. The
2: yeah, I know that's number one, but um,
4: uh, I really want to do theater. <laughs> That's yeah. why yeah, no, it's weird. That's why I always felt really good that someone like Rain Wilson was always very open about, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses and talking about it. It was very cool where he could have been like, Oh, I'm in the office, I don't want to mention that, you know?
2: Well, I think it's there's a specific kind of person that just sort of does what they want to do. Yeah. And and that's so much better than I mean, first of all, it's I don't know how anyone tries to game the system where the where they tra- I think if you try to control something too much, then it just it just doesn't work. There's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with doing like a silly fun movie. No,
4: I mean, and, and it's like, yeah, when you try to control the system and make sense of it, it doesn't make sense. It's just like
2: because every time you think you figured it out, it's you're wrong, or at least I feel like that for me.
4: Like, oh, I finally figured out how this. Oh, that's not how that works at all. Yeah, and it keeps changing. And I don't know. It just anyway, you know, I just think you just have to be true to yourself. And if you feel like you're sort of burnt out in a certain area, you can't just keep doing it because. To me, that like when people go, oh, man, you sold out, to me, that would be, I never think that that's a a, a phrase that has any merit until you are just doing something you don't want to do for money. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. They're just writing these checks and you're cranking out stuff that you don't believe in anymore, so.
2: Do you think, um, do you think you'll start, you'll do comedy
4: next, after? Uh, Well, the the, the few things I have in the pipeline aren't, but I really just like dark material like with a, you know, like... Taxi Driver is not a horror movie,
2: but it is like a dark. Devil's movie, Rejects you know? wasn't really a horror movie. It was like a no, and
4: I, I really wanted Devil's Rejects to be more like a western, like a yeah. sort of a postmodern western. But at the time, Lionsgate had was all hyped on Saw, so they were hell bent on marketing it like it was Saw, and I and for that reason, it was kind of like neither here nor there. The people that didn't like that stuff didn't go see, it, and the people who would like that stuff thought it was something else, and it became like a weird.
3: But it's a really movie. cool
2: idea. To, it's a really cool idea to shift genre for a sequel. Rather than saying, like, I'm going to do this exact same kind of thing. You know, it's another set of kids stumbled across the house. But, like, right. to take that storyline and follow those characters in a completely different genre is kind of some right. fucking cool
4: because, idea. You know, it's like it's hard to get money to make a movie. It's really hard to get a movie greenlit. So I thought, like, I didn't want to make House of a Thousand Corpses too because I just seems so cheesy and stupid. But I thought, I don't want to turn down this money because if I turn it down – because I know other people who said, like, oh, I don't want to make a sequel to that. They, I'm They know – and they're like, no other offers come. And you're like, great, five years went by and I can't get any money. So I thought, well, I'll take the money and I'll essentially use the same characters to make a completely different movie. And I, don't, I didn't see anything wrong with that. Like, who said a sequel has to be exactly part two of the same thing, you know? I thought
0: that was, what was that's kind of what I liked about um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. You know, it was yeah, like I mean, a, that was, it was a completely different thing. Yeah, it was know, a completely it was. different it's like not even it really isn't even a Texas chainsaw Massacre, like but it it's so like ridiculous and neat to see other things. Yeah, I mean you it know.
4: went from like this really gritty thing to almost like a
0: wacky It was a cartoon. Yeah,
4: exactly. Know? Like
0: the further adventures of Leatherface and the gang. <laughs> <laughs> They're on
4: the yeah. road and making
0: chills. Yeah, dog will <laughs> hunt. <laughs> so are you about to, are you about to tour now?
4: Well, yeah, the tour starts in June. So what is it now? April? Yeah, yeah. April. So I get just uh there's a bunch of stuff leading. It's mostly music stuff. Well, I mean, no, it's not really. I mean, I'm still working, tweaking scripts and doing that. So I'm always writing and getting that stuff together and trying to set up the films because just the lead time is so long. But the main public sort of things I'll be doing is all music related.
2: Yeah. And then are you... you but your tours are down at this point. You got you got
4: that down pretty well. Yeah, that's easy. I mean, going on tour is almost like going on vacation. I mean, the buildup is a lot of work sometimes, just building the stage and getting your ideas together. But like once it's rolling, it is like... You know. Is this going to be a big stage show? Or? Yeah, this is like a monstrously big, over-the-top, money-losing production. <laughs> <laughs> do you, have, do you, have you op- described as that uh, to your yeah. management. Yeah. I'm standing right back there. Yeah. I'd like to lose a lot of money. Yeah. Here's how. Here's Someone a, give Andy his tums. He's
0: bigger feeling sense. good after that last
3: statement.
4: <laughs> you bringing out an opener? Well, it's on the Mayhem tour, so there's like a thousand oh. other bands on yeah. the tour, but what's good is, you know, we get the headlines, so. Oh, that's cool. There's lots of people every night.
2: Uh, what are, who are the other bands on the Mayhem tour?
4: Uh, let's see. Well, well the, on, the, on the main stage, it'll be us, Five Figure Death Punch, Mastodon, and somebody else that I just forgot. And then there's other bands, Machine Head, all these different bands. There's like a zillion bands. Yeah. It seems like metal shows have the biggest lineups in
0: their, like in those festivals.
4: I mean, it's funny because what I just said about horror movies is almost the same thing with metal. It's a huge thing with a giant loyal fan base that gets... Basically, treated like crap by the industry. Yeah. But I guess that's, but at the same time, I don't really care because, in a weird way, that's the nature of it. Like, yeah. you can't sort of be going, Oh, yeah, out yeah. Into this weird outsider music, but love us within the industry. Right. Yeah. So you you kind of you you know, need it. It's kind of is what it is, but, you know, mm. sometimes it's weird. underdog. And maybe it's the same thing with horror movies. I mean, you're making this sort of like crazy, weird stuff. So, of course, a lot of people are repulsed by it, but it's not really that that bothers me. It's just like the, you know, like I said before, the, cramping down on the budgets and trying to make everything cheap to just crank out profit and then that genre gets exploited and killed. It's too bad cuz
2: it is horror movies really are super cheap to make cuz you don't have to cuz I guess the I guess the studios go, "Well, what we lack in story, we can make up for with like a startling scene or like someone or just someone exploding or like a fucking their their eye getting ripped out Yeah, i
4: mean they just figure like if we make a you know and, and part of the trend that's i don't know maybe this has been a trend for a long time but i i find it kind of disturbing is filming jazzy stuff for the trailer that's not even in the film does that happen they do that all the time i mean i haven't done that but i know they do that on a lot of movies so it's kind of like you see all this cool stuff in the trailer. Like, oh, man. And then you go see the movie, like, where was yeah. all the stuff with the thing that I've been mm. seen on TV every yeah, five yeah. seconds? Or you see the four
2: best scenes that were in the, yeah, well, <laughs> in yeah, the movie. That's, um, <laughs> that's every comedy, I guess.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the scene where he shits himself. Oh, it's not funny anymore. So hundred times on the commercial.
2: I mean, I, I just, I really think... Well, you didn't see the lead up where... <laughs> I came
0: in his weird. mouth, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: And yeah. You
0: made me by oh, hell no. Oh hell no! <laughs> you made me by again. <laughs> I just,
2: I want to make, I want to make, and I'm, I I don't want to direct. I never wanted to direct, but I, I want to produce. I want to make like comedy sci-fi. I think there's such a space for like. Just bring back Quark. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to make, like, you know, I, I, don't, I'm, I look at a movie like District Nine. And I'm like, God damn it. If that, that movie is a fucking a great, great story, the effects were great, the movie is inexpensive.
0: And it's hilarious. There's a lot of funny but stuff. In the beginning, there's a lot of funny stuff. But I'm
2: saying, I'm saying uh, before you stomped on what I was saying, uh, <laughs> I was saying that uh, it, if it had been also a comedy, it would have been one of the fucking greatest movies of all time. Because you have, when your story is amazing and your effects are amazing, if the comedy is amazing as well, then like that extra layer... Then it just fucking blows people's minds. Like so many movies do one or the other. It's like, oh, it was really funny, but the effects were shitty, or it was the effects were amazing, but like not that great of a movie. Like yeah. District like fucking Galaxy Quest to me is a perfect movie.
4: That's a great That's movie. That's a rarity. Yeah, it's real rare. I mean, what was what other science fiction comedy stuff is there really?
2: Besides like Ghostbusters or Back to the Future? Yeah, I mean, it's like s-
4: Sky High kind of in of the it? last decade?
0: Superhero <laughs> comedy. I mean Yeah, it's not really sci fi. Um I mean it's pretty rare. Meteor Man. <laughs> Bingo. <Stop. laughs> attack the yeah. Block. yeah! Attack the Block. Yeah, Attack yeah. the Block. Moses was there
2: some Eddie
4: Murphy one? was there some
0: Eddie Murphy Oh, uh, uh, Pluto Nash. Pluto Nash. Nash, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah.
2: Not or Meet close. Dave.
4: No,
2: no, Dave. That's it's not Meet Dave. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, That was written by Bill Corbett. I know, Bill, but I imagine that uh, that whatever end they ended up making was not,
4: <laughs> yeah, not yeah. necessarily It was just Herman's head the movie, right? <laughs> I don't know. I never tape. saw me, Dave. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's kind of like they, they don't care about having a good looking films for comedies. It seems like that's rarely an issue. Yeah. Even down to the, you know, the, the design of posters and art for movies it's always like white
0: background, yeah. red letters.
2: Yeah. But you look at Back to the Future, you look at Ghostbusters, uh, all the like, that's when when there were really incredible practical effects. And I remember seeing specials afterwards, like television specials about these are the, how the effects yeah. for Back to the Future. These are effects from Ghostbusters. And they really spent time on it and made it look amazing. And it just fucking yeah. elevated the movie so much. Yeah. Like watching all the effects for for Ghostbusters and how they like how they created Slimer and how they did all the like the the wide shots of the city when all the ghosts get released after the after he shuts
4: off the grid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like that was a fucking amazing. Yeah, it's funny. It's almost like they figured, like, well, we don't have to make comedies good and expensive, so why bother? Yeah. yeah. But didn't you say yeah.
0: like uh, this is the end has some pretty good effects for a comedy?
2: Yeah, this is the end has really has good, like the when you see the effects of the the sort of without giving it away, but with what, something something, um, they were fucking fun. They were they were they were really cool. Yeah. Like the effects were really cool. They did a really good job. That was the Seth Rogen movie where they. Uh, they basically, all, all these actors oh, right. play yeah, themselves yeah. and they get caught in the apocalypse.
4: Yeah, yeah. Supposedly that's a good looking movie. It is. It is a good looking the, movie. Like the, the effects. My were, friend Brandon movie. who shot Lords of Salem, that was the next movie he did after we were done. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. So he was saying that they were trying to make an attempt to make it look really good. Because that's one of the things I thought like that I liked about The Hangover. Yeah. There's a really good looking, looking movie. Gorgeous looking movie. Like if you shut off the sound before it got visually weird, you go, I don't know, Is i wouldn't know that it was a comedy it, it it was shot beautifully like it was a, a yeah especially the drama. opening the opening like yeah, credits it's, and it's, just usually yeah. they don't you know there's nothing more annoying than you watch a comedy you go like this looks like a but a tv shows are shot better than this yeah Why does this not everyone has
2: like that short? brain though like todd phillips just had the thing yeah it's I, like I, oh it's funny but he also knows how to yeah, yeah. Weird, but,
0: but dude, like I, just, I think adam mckay tries stuff like i mean in the other guys there's some pretty cool shots like uh there's instead of doing a montage when they go out drinking to like you know yeah. like celebrate or something, instead of just doing a stupid montage it was basically a music video where it's like you know like all still shots but like flowing like a camera flowing through different still shots of well, the I night. Think, I it's think it's cool. I think yeah. it's
2: important to the difference between making what is like a television comedy movie and a and a film that's yeah. meant to be seen comedy on film. a giant screen and be shot well and lit well <laughs> and not just like oh it's basically. It's basically just a, a funny radio play that we, you know, haphazardly yeah, threw some cameras in front of.
4: And it's almost like insulting. I'll watch it. go like, God, it looks like they literally on set on set going, who gives a shit if this looks like crap? Yeah. Like, it makes me angry, like, because it wasn't a cheap film. <laughs> it's a 70 million dollar comedy and it looks like garbage.
2: That's so funny to me. The, the words 70 million dollar comedy. Yeah. Probably I mean, that is that is like and that's not even like a super, super high budget film anymore
4: no that, i mean it's, it's nuts yeah. we well, had to get anchorman 2 under 50 for paramount to say okay
2: oh wow yeah that'll make its money back oh sure yeah, oh, yeah, yeah big yeah, time i'm excited about that Me too
4: but you figure like anchorman 2 if they spend 50 they'll probably spend another 50 in marketing yeah. so suddenly yeah. anchorman 2 cost a hundred million dollars <laughs> so at the end of the day <laughs> yeah do you want to be in the
2: mega budget film game
4: no, I mean, there's been a couple things, I mean, I won't say what they are, but a couple things that have come my way about, I, you know, are you interested in going after this because this script came in and stuff? And I was like, no, because I, f- I don't, I, I just fear that the way I think and the w- things I want to do, it's such a by committee, pleasing everybody sort of, they're not looking for your personal vision to come their way. Right. You know, I and think. It's gun for hire, pretty much. Yeah, I think they might think it's a good idea but when you get in there they would think it was a horrible do you deal with that on commercials though on a smaller scale i imagine well commercials are kind of like that but I, i i've only done four commercials my experience was they brought me in because they wanted it to seem like i did it and also i'm not personally invested in a commercial like i feel like yeah i want it to be really cool and as best as i can but I'm not emotionally attached to it. So yeah. if I edited it away, I didn't like it. I'm like, hey, who cares? Yeah, yeah. It's not like at I the just end of tell it. It's only when I did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like, it's a, it's not going to say it at 30 the 30 end. Seconds. Yeah. yeah. It's a painless 30 seconds.
2: Yeah. Yeah, commercials are a pretty good, pretty good business.
4: Yeah. I mean, everybody does them. It's just they never talk about it. Yeah. I mean, you can make a lot of money doing that without even anyone knowing that you're doing it.
2: Yeah. I have lots of friends who, because obviously, you know, a lot of directors, they rely on their commercial money so that they can then go make the, yeah. mm-hmm. then go basically lose money making movies exactly. that they, that they want to make <laughs> so funny. So when does the, the tour starts in June? Do you go through the end of the year or tour is,
4: starts in June? That'll go through the whole summer in the U S and then we'll bounce over to South America. And then I'm not sure what's after that. I mean, you know, just a quick bounce go all over to Europe. South America. <laughs> then we'll go through Europe. It'll, I mean, the tours now will just go on for years <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Is that
2: exhausting to even think about?
4: It's exhausting to think about if I think ahead. Like, if I just think of, like, okay, another half hour left in the podcast. I'm good with that. Yeah. But if I start thinking about, like, so in 2015, when we fly into good. Czechoslovakia, uh-huh. you know, because sometimes it's laid out like that. That's when I feel overwhelmed. Yeah. If I think too far ahead. So like, I get that phone call. Well, 2014's pretty much shot. <laughs> That's booked. That's when I start getting panicky. <laughs> oh, that wasn't supposed to be you, by the way.
2: That was just another guy who was booking another a show, guy, Andy. A raspy voice who calls
4: me about booking stuff. <laughs> and Sherry goes with you, right? Yeah. Well, she used to go everywhere all the time, but she burnt out on touring a little bit, so she goes in and out.
2: It's hard. I mean, the traveling—the traveling does wear on you a bit.
4: Well, and also if you're not playing, there's a lot of boring downtime. Yeah. for certain, Yeah. You know. I can handle sitting around doing nothing all day cuz I know there's a show coming but to sit around all day to watch someone else's show. Right. For the thousandth time. Yeah. I, yeah she's like,
2: pretty familiar with your work at
4: this point. She's pretty over it I'm sure. <laughs> how do you guys uh how do you guys is it like
0: like texting or phone calls or skyping like how do you stay in touch when you're
4: Well, out of the country usually skyping cuz it's cheaper in the country just phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's easy.
2: Well, also you have. I mean, she has a nice house to that's probably pretty comfortable to be in. Like, I don't know if I want to go sleep on a bus.
4: Well, yeah. I have to look <laughs> after the Brontosaurus boys. statue. <laughs> 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 that's true. But she never wants to leave Connecticut. She loves it so much.
2: It is nice. We went jet skiing.
0: Oh, that's fun! Yeah,
2: yeah that
0: a I good think. old when time. I, when I think Connecticut, I think jet skiing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's a lake. And lawn darts. There, was <laughs> oh, a there was a lake.
2: I you drove the jet ski and at
0: we played I f-
4: tennis. <laughs> it was a very yuppie weekend. Yes. That sounds New nerd. great. Yeah. It was like The Great Gatsby for nerds. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And then at night, <laughs> look out New Egg, here comes Chris Hardwick. That's right. <laughs> I don't agree with that. uh, what uh what so Lords of Salem I've only seen I saw like a little clip of it. But I don't know is it uh what I don't they sent it to me this morning. I got it this morning. I oh, did. But I, but I, I wasn't able to watch it before. Now, <laughs> w- yeah.
0: can you watch it really quick? Right um, we we'll, we'll wait.
2: We'll just wait. before yeah. we stop the podcast. Just put it on now. We'll just, well, yeah. your car, I'd actually car, like your, you to read it right now. Your car now. can play it. That's what's been yeah. interesting is that lately people, <laughs> people are coming on the podcast, and then studios are or publicists are insistent like you have to watch this movie before this person comes on. I'm like, yeah. Well, we're not going to talk about the movie the entire time, and so the audience nice. hasn't seen the movie. So maybe if I'm inquisitive
4: about the movie, <laughs> Can I watch five minutes. We'll just talk <laughs> yeah. about it for five minutes. But now I have the movie, so I will watch it. Send me
0: like a cool cut-down commercial-type thing of the movie. I'll watch that. Notes. He me like a highlight reel.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I actually do want to see the movie, but I don't know. I don't know you exactly what it's d- about.
4: Intended that you watched it. And see how far you could get before I'm yeah really So I watched it.
0: My favorite part was the uh, in the oh, no. middle. There's Where's that the, guy. What yeah. What's, a, what's lords, the one that thing. in? Lords get to Salem. Yeah. Get to Salem. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh man, that was dude. great, oh, dude. The, and then they like, and then I they're skating the in that pool, and then they go over the lip of the pool. Uh, yeah, oh man, yeah. and, they, <laughs> and they say it's going to be summer vacation for the rest of our lives. You're thinking of Lords of Dog Salem. Oh, sorry, Lords of Dog Salem. That's right. That's where
2: that's where a group of skateboarding witches comes in. Yeah, and forms a skate pack, and everyone thinks they're
0: cheating because they could fly and that's how they man, do the, they those righteous those ollies.
2: Yeah. <laughs> With the ball bearings. <laughs> their skateboards are just made from broom handle wood. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Keep on that pushing, awesome. man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come on, Stacy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
2: now now the boring question at the beginning all day is what is, what do you... What, what scares, scares you? <laughs> <laughs> if I were to hug Jordan you for one Vans. minute too long... What scares you about more? the plot of Lords of Salem?
4: <laughs> <laughs> What, was there actually a question? <laughs> I don't
2: no. Know. Sorry. I think so. I've never even actually seen a horror movie. Mm. I don't care for them. They're all the yeah. same. They're low budget. No yeah. You've I, seen
0: horror movie bloopers. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> horror movie
3: yeah. bloopers.
2: bloopers. Yeah. And SkyFi Is that what it's... it's I've never actually heard it yeah, said. Sky-fi. No, no. It's now spelled S Y F Y. Oh, yes, what
0: is that spelled? <laughs> <C-B>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm assuming Lords of Salem is a witch is a witch movie. A devil
4: Maybe. movie? <laughs> it could be like a witch devil thing going Is on it a there. witch devil thing?
3: Mm. Yes.
0: But which devil is it? No. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: well, you
3: see, Goody. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just let that one sit. Yeah. Here's what happened. Tituba,
2: Tituba like, teaches all the kids about witchcraft, and then Goody Proctor
0: gets involved. <laughs> Goody <laughs> yeah. Proctor. Yeah. Good wife. <laughs> comes in, she's waving the little yeah.
4: doll, and a goat jumped over the barn, and <laughs> people run wild. All I know, what
2: what I do know about Lords of Salem is that you, I remember you told me that you were going to make it like a year ago.
4: Like my next movie is Lords of Salem, and, and I did. Need we say more?
3: (laughs) He follows through on his promises. That's all I'm saying. Rob's Rob's a stand-up guy. I'm going to do it.
2: Yeah. Is Sherry a Lord (laughs) of Salem? Perhaps. God damn it! Damn it! (laughs) These lords, are they like? Are they always in Salem? Are they? Is it always? Does it? Is that just a name? Or is Lords of Salem the name of an? Is it a
4: team? (gasps) <gasps> the, mm. the team. Are there jackets involved, if any? Sort of <laughs> okay. Wait, it's like S.H.I.E.L.D., okay? It's like S.H.I.E.L.D. Are the uh,
2: lords the an
4: animal, a vegetable, or a mineral? How many lords? Would I know you from your work in television? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: no. Have you... Have
0: you played with the Akinator app at all? Akinator? Is that a Kathy app? No. It's... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why did I think the same thing and then you said it? I have been around you too long. <laughs> yeah, that must be it. Oh look guys, I got uh, another pint of ice cream. Uh, I got a new act. <laughs> no, Akinator
0: is this this, this There's an act for that.
2: This Akinator is this weird genie app where you think of a person and it starts asking you like a series of questions and it nails with Incredible accuracy. Let's oh, play. it's like
0: 20, 20 questions. Oh, they're cetera, like right? yeah, the little thing, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Try
2: it. Well, I can't. I, it's tough to get a signal in this fucking well, studio.
3: Kids, tough to it. get a signal around these parts,
2: bro. Tough to get a fucking signal. All right, let's see. I'll, I'll see if I can glom onto the studio, uh, to the studio Wi-Fi. How
0: hard are you gonna glom?
2: I'm gonna glom pretty hard. All right, so let's think of. Well, we'll just let's see if let's see how, let's see if it finds Rob. Okay, play. Here we go. Think about a fictional or a real character. I will try to guess who it is. Let's go. Here we Yay. go. Has your character really existed? Yes. yes. Is your character a girl? No. no. Is your character more than 40 years old? Yes. yes.
0: It's Rob Zombie. Wow. <laughs> wow.
3: Jesus. <laughs> is your
2: character dead? No. no. Is your character an actor? No. Is your character linked with sports? Not until the Philadelphia Flyers Doesn't movie comes out. out. Oh, shit damn it. Would you fuck up? I said yes by accident. Oh. Alright, let's
0: think of someone else now.
2: Oh, wait. I can go back. <laughs> Jesus, we can
0: fix this. Yeah. We can, can fucking fix this, Chris. <laughs> this okay, can good. Thank God. <laughs> this is gonna be
2: good. Oh, by the way, Akinator, is your character linked with sports? I said yes. The next question was, is your character black? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Akinator. Jesus
3: Christ. <laughs>
2: Blackinator. Akinator's Come on, Blackinator. Okay, yeah. is your character linked with sports? No. <laughs> Is your character a singer or does he work with a singer As in a songwriter who's a musician Yes Is your character British No Is your character playing a rock band Yes Is your character the lead singer of a band Yes Is your character more than 50 years old No 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 Uh, Is your character linked with metal music Yes Is your character a guitar player No No Does your character have long hair Yes Does your character wear makeup Uh, Yeah.
3: uh, I'll just say don't know.
2: I mean, I don't know. I'll say don't know. I'll say don't know. Okay. Uh, Is your character linked with roses? No. (laughs) Well, that's kind of a.
0: That's a bit ham fisted. It is not accent. Does your
2: character often wear a kilt? (laughs) Oh, Akinator. Does your character have a beard? (laughs) your character
0: gained a lot of weight (laughs) recently?
2: Oh, shit, guys. Question number 20. Is your character linked with the horror genre? Yes. Is your character a film director? Yes. Oh, Oh, shit. You guys, here we go. Rasame!
3: No. You
2: got it.
4: I'm going to play you the trailer to the movie. See? Scary. (laughs) Are those the Lords? No. (laughs) This tells you nothing.
2: So we know there's a new... T- yes. It's a new tenant, a lord. Yes, I'm a lord of Salem. Wait.
4: Now. Scary music. I just saw the tenant like 10 minutes ago standing in the doorway. See? Scary doorway okay. shot. Okay. But there is no person. Oh. There's a bassy horror... No person in number five. Okay. Well, it's been empty for years. Scary shot. Scary shot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You are sick of horror movies. <laughs> Look at this trailer anyway. <laughs> Flashy, cutting,
3: tight <laughs> face.
2: Rob Zombie describes Lords of Salem trailer.
4: Well, it is radio-ish Scream. podcast. You okay? Catchphrase that doesn't really apply. <laughs> What's happening visually? There's a bright light.
2: Okay, Satan, come is to us. your character devil?
4: <laughs> Does your character ride a goat? Yes. Is it Lords of Salem? Is there is, it,
2: is there a violin quartet?
4: <clears throat> yes.
2: The Lords of Salem, I got it. The Lords of Salem are a chamber orchestra. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, All I right. got it. All right, yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all got a goat in your movie. <laughs>
4: Well, everyone, stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> They're playing the Nerdist podcast.
0: Then, like it when you guys just started hanging out,
4: <laughs> yeah. forgot there were microphones.
2: You know, I didn't think the spikes in the back of your phone case would be that comfortable, but they really too, provide like a nice gripping. There you go. Surface, and when you can't find it in your black double bag. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Lords of Salem is about a satanic chamber orchestra. Who plays for audiences of goats. Scary shot, scary shot. Scary shot, scary Blood shot. Noise. Font Sherry moving next door. She's that knocking. Is. Can you keep the music down? I have to Flash. work in the morning. Flash huh. cut. Yeah. God damn, we just managed. I've heard done. of a comedy of errors, but it's kind of a horror of errors. It's like, <laughs> oh, I moved in and that
4: person didn't oh, move in. Boy. Is Way it I to- take back everything I said about people not taking it seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a break Rob's spirit, Chris. Yeah. That <laughs> was broke right. ago.
2: <laughs> are you done with press now? Is this was this is this the last thing you have to do? Are you going back home tomorrow? I'm going back home to do more press. Oh, you are
4: really? East Coast press. Do you have more patience now or less patience now, <laughs> do you think? like as, as Probably you do... less patience, but I can fake that I have more patience now. Are you faking it now? I don't know. Am oh, I? shit. Ooh. Oh, he's very good. He's very
0: good. Ask very the Akinator.
4: Ooh, he's good.
2: It can't answer those types of questions, Jonah. <laughs>
4: We're going to just... have to get the update. Yeah, fuck. Does he have more or less patience now? <laughs> don't know,
2: Akinator. <laughs> <laughs> I just find that uh, the schedule... Makes me less tolerant of dumb things sometimes. Like if there's a real crisis, I can be like, okay, you know, I can handle this. But just my patience for like dumb
4: things. Well, it's amazing how sometimes I'm not gonna say what the dumb thing was, but sometimes dumb things can spiral so out of control that you're just like, really, this is what it's come down to. But it's all good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I guess the things we're complaining about are pretty nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No. No.
2: No. They are. It's uh, how do you keep perspective? How do you? How do you? Is is it because you have this?
4: peaceful home environment? Well, that helped give me some perspective. Well, not perspective, but a nice break here and there, because I felt like, um... Like, for instance, um... When we made the record, you know, we always would record the record here in Los Angeles and that would always be in a studio where everybody rolls in. The first thing they do is throw down their bag and tell you their long winded 20 minute story about why they were stuck in traffic for an hour and a half. And everybody's <laughs> like tired and grumpy. And then the phone ring. It just was nonstop. And that's the environment you try to like make a record in every day. Blah, blah, blah. But this time, to be out in the middle of the woods in a barn doing it, everybody just sort of rolls in half the time. You know, no one ever had shoes on. Everyone, you know, half the guys are in their still in their pajamas from the night before. No one's. And it's just you're just all focused, hundred percent creative stuff all day long. No one calls. No one knew the number. No one knew where we were. No one ever bothered us. Did it make it fun again? Yeah, it made it really fun, and it made it. It gave you time to, th- to think just about what you should be thinking about, which is making a really good record. Whereas the other way. You get used to like multitasking. Wait, I'm going to take this one call, then I'm going to cut some vocals. Okay, get to return this one text, and then we're going to talk about the guitar part. Blah blah blah. Or it was just like hundred percent the thing you should be worrying about. Well, and it I'm, made it such a difference, and we edited the movie that way too, and it was the same thing. It made it so different. Well, you
2: said when you first moved to Connecticut, and you'd go away, and you'd come back, and you'd go. I never realized the, I never realized what a a soul crushing pace Los Angeles had until I went away, and then you said you'd come back and just feel completely overwhelmed. It's yeah. like.
4: Meetings with dudes. Hey, I would never feel overwhelmed when I was here, or at least I didn't think I did. But the funny thing was, my biggest fear of moving was like, oh, I'm never going to get anything done, but I've done more by not being here than I ever did being here, which is mm. weird. Written more scripts, gotten more things done, like made a record and movie at the same time, got more stuff. And people that I would and see people more not living here than I did. It was weird. Because, you know, it's like if you're here and everybody's here all the time, you think, oh, I'll see them next week, next week, two months, three months, four months. It's just weird. I don't know.
2: Do you still get up at like six in the morning and write for an hour or two? I always get up
4: super early, yeah, and do that. It's very Ben Franklin of you. Yes, I knew. I would. Thomas Jefferson he had his clock right on his bed. You ever go to what is it, Mount Vernon? Wharton, Wharton? Yeah, Mount Vernon.
2: No, Mount Mount Washington. George Washington was Mount, Mount, Mount Settle Vernon, Settle was what it right?
4: Mount yeah, yeah. They show his bedroom where he has the bed here and the clock, and it was set to wake him up every fifteen minutes or somewhere. It's all <laughs> weird things he so, did. Someone posted yeah.
2: on someone posted on Reddit the other day it was Benjamin Franklin's day his calendar, and there was a, a line of, of numbers representing the hours in the day, and it would say, like, 5 a.m., wake up. Ask myself, what good can I do today? <laughs> then, and then it, then he would work.
3: 10.30, <laughs>
0: wake end. up from sleeping in again. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Feel bad about myself. Ask eat too myself, much. Take did, another nap. Why didn't I do anything good today? <laughs> oh, Benny boy, you're at it again. His
3: days. Course, according,
2: to, <laughs> according to this calendar, his days were like, 17 hours long. He would get up at five, reflect, work for like three hours, four hours, eat, work for another five or six hours. Check uh, email.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck
2: a French whore.
4: concoct excuse why I'm late.
2: Like do like do like just, so, you know, have to have a meal, then have some sort of an evening reflection period. Go to bed at midnight and then get up at five the next morning Oof. and it's like a
4: we only needed five hours of sleep back then. Yeah, he wasn't that tired.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: You're fine. You're gonna die at 30 anyway. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> he didn't. He lived. He lived. He, yeah, he he, he, did, he did well. Maybe you only need five <laughs> hours of sleep. <laughs> he did well. Do you know you only need five hours of sleep?
4: Yeah. I don't w- sleep much. Yeah. Maybe that helps. No, it's, I forget. Oh, what was I wasn't gonna say. Uh, no, but it's funny too. I think part of it is. I mean, whatever. I'm not trying to sell the virtues of living someplace like that, but it's because little things don't take much time. Like, oh, I'm gonna run to the post office. That's five minutes. Yeah. Here, I'm gonna run to the post office. <laughs> That's pretty much the day. You yeah. better take <laughs>
0: supplies.
4: That's the feeling I, I get. Pretty with much anything. killed the day Witch for Which post yeah. office? Where's the parking? Yeah. Um,
0: you know, do I take Las like Yeah. It's like it's take me an hour to get there.
4: Probably yeah, an hour, hour to there. Whole Foods. I'll be driving around that parking lot for forty five minutes before yeah. I get a spot. And you know, it's just funny how that stuff leaves more time for the other stuff that I actually do want to do. Do you think you needed that pace that you had when you were younger and starting out? I think you need it. Just, I mean, you, I think you need to be here to be part of it so that you can break into it i don't think you could do it outside of it but once you've kind of feel that you've gotten in i think you need to back off so you can do better stuff if that makes any sense
2: it does it's like how zach zach alifianakis bought that yeah, farm in south carolina Carolina, in or south North carolina, carolina. Or
4: North carolina, North carolina.
2: and uh and it was he was he wasn't as big as he wasn't as successful as he is now so it was kind of a like i think a lot of his friends were like what are you
0: really yeah, wanted a place to go
2: he's like no i just want to and then it turns out, oh, yeah, because uh, you need to get out of the <laughs> weird plastic culture
4: sometimes. Well, it's <laughs> weird, too, because it's like it feels like there's more hours in the day there because, you know, I had a screening room in my house in California, which I would use once a year at best. <laughs> but now the one in Connecticut, it's like we use it like every single day. And it's not just like it's like there's just seems like I done, did a ton of work. I can do this stuff every day. And still it's like, oh, it's 730. Yeah. Now
0: what? Watch a movie.
4: Chase a goat around the yard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with a Tom Baker doll. Yeah. Six to seven, chase
0: yeah. goat. Yeah, that was going that was, was, gonna say, that was the on the ben Baker Facebook. show.
2: Eight to nine, build dinosaur park. Reflect mm. on did I do any good today? Probably not. <laughs> I think, well ask the Brontosaurus in the yard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he we, thinks so. Time we to have plan had a Brontosaurus We have had a lovely fake nerd time here.
0: Can we drop the axe now?
2: Did we fake it? Oh my
0: God. Oh God. Yeah i we'll take these glasses off. Dude.
2: Oh, my God. You look so much better, bro. I know. Fridays, believe
0: me. I'm
4: in. so in.
2: Oh, fuck yeah. Jack Daniels sauce. Let's put it on everything. Guys, Seriously. But afterwards, we're going to
0: dames and games, right? Wings and sports, bro. Yep. Oh, you oh heard about dames God. and
4: games? I don't know what that is. It's, uh, Dude,
0: your abs are looking you guys, so You guys know yes, they're frying now. macaroni and cheese now? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. That's still a very
4: nerdy thing. No. <laughs> was that your... That was my was not, that your not nerdy nerd thing. Was that your interjection or your tough sports guy interjection? I just don't know. <laughs> Rob, I don't too. Know, Rob, I actually it's still me. Nice recovery. <laughs> the band <laughs> The band that Rob
2: really wants to do is a tight four-part harmony barbershop quartet. Uh, it's not metal at all. yeah yeah um, I just hope someday that you Poser. get to yeah, yeah. yeah, I just hope someday you get to make that make that record for people until yeah. they're ready. Maybe you can make that <laughs> make it for the Philadelphia Flyers
1: movie. Living dead girl. Exactly.
3: That's almost like that
4: thing you did that one time. Oh with yeah, the pizza parlor. Yes. Oh my god, that's, that's right. funny. for Rob's
2: birthday one year. I couldn't, this was, oh my God, this was like eight, was eight, years eight years ago or something. Oh, yeah. uh, Furman and I, I couldn't, I was performing somewhere, so I couldn't go to Rob's birthday party. So Furman and I recorded an acoustic version of Dracula in <laughs> yeah. the pizza parlor that Mike par nice. lived above. That's great. And customers were coming in and we just did a very like, I don't know. It was just an unplugged version of, 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 of like a coffee house version of Dracula. It was pretty uh,
0: funny. That's great.
2: And couldn't really explain to the other people who were dining in there why we were singing. Don't
4: worry about it, guys. <laughs> kind of it's the same movie. thing happened at the party. Couldn't really explain. We're all
3: watching this and who <laughs> oh, was you guys showed it. Yeah, you yeah. showed it at the
0: party. Why is the, the, the singled out guy doing that? Dig through was the ditches why? and burn through the window. Slam
2: in the back of a regular. That was fun times. Do you still have that video? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we have it for the YouTube channel? Sure. Please. That's gonna be my yeah. Tom to Baker that. hosts.
4: <laughs> Perfect
2: Parfet, Parfet, firm, done and done. Uh. Welcome to Coffee House Covers. I'm Tom Baker.
4: Mm. Yeah, uh, I have several of those figures, so I can keep it fresh.
2: Well, I gotta come. I want to come see you and hang out. I'll be in New York a lot this year. So me too. In the in the next month, so I'll pop. Where down. are you
4: performing there? You're there soon, right? Yeah, I'll be at Caroline's, and then I'm just going back and forth a lot for. This and that. Doesn't saying I'll be at Caroline's just sound so funny? It is. Yeah. Like every comedian for the last thousand years, I'll be at Caroline's. <laughs>
0: well, you know, like, there are... It's like, not not are, so it's yeah. like you guys have heard since the fucking 80s. There are RFC a lot before. of
2: places to do comedy in New York, but but Caroline's is just a staple. Like, it's yeah. just the place that's, you know, it's... it's Comedy clubs don't seem to go out of business, do they? Oh, they
4: do, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they do, like... Do they? Because it always seems like the same, I guess, in New York, L.A. No, the, like,
2: the comedy business is... Been kind of struggling for a while because, especially when the economy went bad, the first thing that people stopped doing was going to it's see lying. comedy.
0: Yeah, they did <laughs> We're broke. Let's make. Let's go pay. See some asshole make us laugh.
2: Yeah, well, and then let's buy two drinks.
0: Yeah, yeah. comedy clubs are Watching expensive. Guy work out his new material. They're yeah. really yeah. expensive. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: not that you shouldn't come out and watch someone work out their new material, right, guys?
0: <laughs> right, guys. Once it's you fun, get
2: yeah. your golden globe you're I'll part of the process. Yeah.
4: You know, Rob, when you're doing this uh, this big metal festival, you're you're you. You're, you're I'm not probably on stage with my notes and a little stool. Sure, but, you are. You're uh, workshopping. So, so this is uh, something I've been. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I'm gonna, work, yeah, gonna workshop. Yeah, you'll yeah, do like literally.
2: a guitar riff and be like, oh, yeah. here I'm coming for you. So that's just something yeah. I thought was cool. I'm, I'm, I don't know how it ends uh, yet, but I'm sort of working something on something. I forget. It trails off. off yeah. Anyway, we'll figure it out with <laughs> yeah, the audience. Just well, well thanks for doing the podcast. hey <laughs> I know, I know you've done. like... Start recording it for real. We're not. I don't know how any of these gadget works. I'm a fake nerd. I, I just feel like I, I don't know this this button or do this this gadgety do goes here. Somebody help
0: me. Yeah. Scoop Chris, up the baby. Just baby, looking at you
2: hey guys. The Kardashians is on soon. Uh, oh. I'm going to go buy some shoes online. Nothing wrong with that Zappos. I'm sorry.
4: Zappos. No, you're right. Come like the next day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really terrific. I can just go buy shoes right now. I know, but they deliver yeah, yeah. them to your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even
0: have to move yeah. ever. I have to go in front of people and fake like I know how to tie my shoelaces. You can,
2: you can get a bed sore yeah. while waiting for new shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Life. Yeah. All right. Uh, all Enjoy right. your burrito, everyone. And.
3: Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
2: This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Nerdist for a $110 bonus offer, including a digital scale and $55 of free postage. That's Stamps.com. Enter the promo code NERDIST.
3: Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe
1: Thank you.